You're listening to the Manifest Your Greatness podcast, and this is episode number 59. So hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining this episode of the Manifest Your Greatness podcast. And today I'm honored to have a good friend of mine who is also heavy into fitness like I am, but he takes it to the next level. Um, I can't wait to get into what we're going to talk about today. But his name is Serba Tucker. And Serba is a National Academy of Sports Medicine certified uh, personal trainer. And in his 17 years in the fitness industry, he's trained a wide array of athletes, including NFL and Major League Baseball players, professional golfers, Ironman competitors, NCAA basketball players, and high school sports competitors across virtually all sports disciplines. And Serba pays close attention to specific nutrient requirements and caloric intake and expenditure for each of his clients. Serba places a significant focus on improving core strength as a basis for achieving client goals. Serba pr uh, prides himself in creating challenging, unique, and intense fitness programs for his clients. He trains clients for everyday life functionality, as well as physical and mental challenges they wish to conquer. And Serba is also a cat for competitive cyclist, as well as a competitive athlete across many, many different sports. Serba is a Spartan obstacle course racer, a surfer, a skier, a triathlete, a half marathon runner, a trail runner, a peak bagger, and yeah. a handstand and acro yoga, acro yoga fanatic. Uh, and definitely, certainly, uh, last, last but certainly not least, Serba is also hosting his own podcasts. He has a podcast entitled Relationships on Fire and another podcast entitled Wellness Lab. So Serba, thank you so much for taking the time to join the show and welcome. It's a pleasure to be here with you, Curtis. I am been looking forward to it and I'm glad we finally got together. Yes, yes, me too, me too. So um, yeah, um, I definitely wanted to uh, start with just giving you a little bit of an opportunity to kind of introduce um, how you ended up doing some of the amazing work that you're doing. Um, I do know that um, you were born in Wisconsin, correct? Right, right. Yeah. I was born in Madison, Madison Wisconsin. And my parents are of African descent. So they happen to be going to school at the University of Wisconsin. And just through family, um, we moved family issues. We, we moved back to Sierra Leone, where I'm from, in West Africa. And that time period in Sierra Leone, in my formative years, from a couple months old to about seven, really defined who I would become as a young man, as an adult, as a professional, and as someone that literally gets to do what he loves to do every single day of his life. So how, how did that, uh, when you when you say it defined you uh, and, and that to have fun, how did, how, did, how did all of that kind of come together to provide that catalyst for you, if you don't mind? So if you, if you can imagine the most, you know, we use a term in the States here. We, we call it um, when your parents are gone and you just play outside. Um, gosh, what is the term? Anyway, I literally would leave the house, go climb trees, chase my brother. Um, if, I, if I was hungry, I would climb 
and get a mango. I would get a coconut. It was free play and it was wild and it defined who I would later become. So it wasn't arduous. It was just joyous. I started my formative years living and being pure joy. That is, that's so wonderful. And I think, um, yeah, it, it really, there's so much that I think uh, we often discount in um, the experiences that we have growing up. And it's interesting how some people can take those experiences and they can really build upon them and they can make them a, an integral part of who they are and it becomes something that drives them and something that really inspires them and something that they, they, they never lose touch with. Um, and then there's others of us that um, they recall those times as if with nostalgia, as if, oh, those were wonderful times. They were great. I really enjoyed those. Uh, but things are so different now. And it's almost as if there's a feeling with some people that um, there that connection has been permanently severed and that they can't have that again. And I was really curious, how do you. Um, how do you make that, uh, the, I mean, it's a truth that of course it is reattainable, but how do you make that, um, how do you make that obvious to people and, and really help them um, to find that, that inner child and, and enjoy what they're doing all over again, like, uh, yeah, like children? I've, in my career in fitness, have encountered people that would tell me a story that began with, I used to be. Yeah. Okay. They would define their present looking backwards in the mirror and saying, this is who I used to be. This is the person that I was. And, you know, whether or not they want to get back to that or get to a higher level than even where that was, my goal is always to find something that moves them, right? So if you have something that moves you, that creates joy, that creates passion, Regardless if it's raining outside, if it's 10 degrees outside, if you are tired, you will get up and do it. So when I first meet with a client and we need to work on a project, I mean, like, I love clients that have audacious, bold, just stupid goals. Like, why are you even doing this? You know, those things create a passion inside of them and inside of me that it's just a, it's a great teamwork environment to build on. And if you think about anything that you want to do that is bold, audacious, likely there's some play in there, right? Right. Because we don't we don't choose things that are like, oh, this sucks. I don't want to do it. We choose things that excite us, that light us up, and that always involves some sort of play. Yeah. yeah. So for me. If I was hungry and my mother wasn't around and I didn't want to go inside and have her make something for me, I just climbed a tree, grabbed a coconut or a banana or a plantain or anything that was in my environment, and I used that for sustenance. So here I am as a personal trainer, you know, for almost two decades. I'm in an environment of a gym, and those structured machines really don't help. Let's be honest, right? But if we play in space, okay, use our environment, be it a ball, be it a bench, be it a step, be it a kettlebell, it's just play. It's no longer work. We're not stuck in a machine. So long ago, I decided I'm going to use my environment, call it a gym, and make it playful. 
So when I structure play sessions, sessions with clients, it always starts with, okay, what are we working on and how are we going to play and achieve working towards that goal every single time I see them. Right. Yeah. And I, yeah, I hear exactly what you're saying, you know, and um, I obviously uh, we met in Utah and uh, uh, actually we've, we've actually met on uh, at Snowbird at a ski resort. We actually connected again there. Um, So I hear you what you're saying. It's so funny because you know, when you try to explain to people who don't like the cold, um, you know, how much fun skiing is, right? It's like, oh, you got to try it. It's great. It's so much fun. It's like, oh, but it's cold. It's like, yes, but it's just so much fun because um, yes. we're playing. We're there. We're having a good time. We don't even notice the cold unless we're not, you know, unless we're not skiing or not having a good time. Um, so I think what you're saying is uh, it, it, it's so relevant um, in people's mindset. I think in general, it's uh, it's one of those things that can really bring so much more um, um, intensity to anything that we do if we look at it as something that is fun that we enjoy and uh, yeah I, I, and and for you you were talking about goals I was wondering for your clients and if they have these these big audacious goals um, and that can get you really fired up I, I obviously understand that and um, I know that you were saying you keep keep their uh training fun and enjoyable and i was just curious like um is that is what kind of when when someone has a goal for example that's six months out or 12 months out um Mm -hmm. how do you keep that that joy that that feeling of uh a fun kind of uh you know with them throughout the journey and is there anything you know are there times in there that you have to kind of change things up or reevaluate or how does that typically look? Hold on. So number one, I always ask, ask the most important question. When I encounter you, okay, I always ask, how are you? Right. I, I sincerely care about my clients and I want to know how they're feeling because in that particular day, they may not be feeling it, but I'll always remind them. Why are we here? Yeah. You know, if you always keep the end goal, that destination in mind, regardless if it's a headache, regardless if you're tired, regardless if you're running late, you will move towards and take a step. We don't need to run towards it. We'll take a step towards the end goal. So I, as a personal trainer, as a person of influence, as someone that often is doing things that they admire and look up to, and that's why they're in my, in my space. I lead by example, and I live in perpetual joy and fun. Yeah. So all my clients, you, you ask the question, they're always nervous when they come to see me because they have no idea what this fool is going to do today, right? <laughs> they have no idea what magic I'm going to create, what Picassos we're going to paint. They have no idea. And that is inherent in the gift that I've discovered many years ago. Mm-hmm. Curtis, I always wasn't in this environment. I, I I worked in corporate America and for about 10 or 15 years, it was literally day after day after day, the worst day of my life. I hated being in corporate America. That nine to five grind, you know, moving from agent to supervisor to manager to director, it was terrible, right? Because we're paying other people's rent, we're paying their lease, we're we're, we're working for them. And when I got off of that train and decided, man, I've got a gift, that people value and it's my gift of motivation it's my gift of 
um, positivity. It's my gift of optimism. It's my gift of structure. It's my gift of goal setting. It's my gift of accountability. Yeah. I can assist any and everyone in any, any endeavor that they want. I don't care if I don't play hockey. I can help a hockey player. I don't care if I'm not a gymnast. I'll learn how they need to do it. I'll share an experience with you. I have, I have a pro skier that I worked with for about a decade. I do some wild things, okay? I can jump on a ball, land on both feet. Doesn't matter. This young lady, she's in Warren Miller films. She jumps off of cliffs that are 100, 100 feet high. Wow. I would show her something that I thought that would be necessary to enhance her skill set. And this woman would take it two steps further and make it just a little bit more difficult. Okay? So we created this synergy. Serva creates, she enhances. And that was a great space to be in. And I don't care if I, at the, at the time, she actually had to teach me how to ski. That's how crazy it was. So all I know is if I can plug into someone's motivation, if I can plug into that passion bucket, yeah. I can bring out more than they're able to themselves. And that's a gift. Yes. So it comes, this thing comes easy for me. I wake up on purpose and I know what my clients need to do that day. And my goal, my job is to create fun opportunities for them to excel in. Right, right. That is, you know, and that I, all of those things that you mentioned, I think too, are so, um, especially when you're saying about um, the, the nervousness, you know, and people come in and they oh, don't know what to expect. I mean, uh, I mean, that's beautiful in a way because it keeps you not only in anticipation, but there can't be boredom if there's anticipation and if there's unknowns, right? You you have to be present and you have to be involved and in, you know, so I, I just think that's a great approach to keeping each day something to look forward to. Um, I think that's wonderful. Um, Being yeah. present is something that I think most people don't value. Right. We're all busy trying to do too many things at once, right? I mean, we're prior to this, I, I'm uploading my story on my Instagram and waiting, you know, to connect with you and then planning my next client's workout, like all of it all at once. Yeah. But when we're in this space of creation and working towards a goal, if you're not present, we're not making progress. Right, right. right? right. Most people can't focus on that one thing and see what they need to have happen and let their body just follow through with it. Right. I ensure I get them in the right headspace. Yeah. You used the word earlier. You said mindset. Mm. Mindset's probably the most important place to start when you're working with a client or even working on a new goal. Right. Yeah. Um, I'll use a basic example. This is something that we've all experienced with clients. You put a box in front of somebody and you tell them to jump on that box. What happens? They. Oh my God. I, yeah. I don't know. I can't. I can't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because their mindset says, I'm going to fail. Yes. I'm going to hit my knee. I'm going to scrape my, my, my shins. And it, I, 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 can't, I, I can't. I'm going to fall backwards and I'm going to hit my head. Yeah. So that for me, when I encounter that kind of mindset that says I have a limiting belief that I'm unable to jump on a box. Yeah. I have so many tricks to change the mindset. Number one, I have people close their eyes. Yeah. And see themselves jumping on and off that box. Yeah. Okay. Because once the mind has seen it, the body just follows. Right. Well, the next thing is we'll start on a low box, jump on that box. Great. We built momentum. Jump on a higher box. Great. We built momentum. 
jump on a higher box even more than that. We now have achieved the goal multiple times that you never thought you could. Yes. Right? Yes. So the mindset is everything. Physically, you can do anything you put your mind to. Yeah. I, uh, I remember listening to a podcast uh, recently, and Jesse Isner was on it. And he was uh, he's the guy that was, uh, he wrote the book, Living with a Seal, with, uh, um, oh, gosh, who's, who's this seal? What is his name? Anyway, he hires a seal, a Navy seal, to live with him for 30 days in his teaching structure. Um, and Jesse is running an ultra marathon. It's a hundred mile marathon, uh, ultra marathon in Hennepin, Minnesota. And he's tired. Mile 50, his, his uh, partner who's running with him, his pacer, Cody, says to him, you know what I love? I don't get tired. Jesse <laughs> looks over at him and says, but what are you talking about? He goes, man, I just love that I don't get tired. Jesse's like, this is a bull. He's crazy. Because it's it's we're hours into this and I'm exhausted. They're approaching mile mile marker 75, which is like one of the last aid stations. And Cody says to Jesse, I want you to tell this aid station lady, Cody and Jesse don't get tired. What do you mean? Tell her, Cody and Jesse don't get tired. So he walks up to her, grabs the oranges, grabs the water, some electrolytes, and he's like, Hey, I gotta tell you. Um Cody and I don't get tired. <laughs> so they leave the they leave the mile marker 75 aid station and they're mile 80. And all of a sudden they're running faster than ever. Because you know why? The words you choose matter. Your mindset matters. Yes. If you say you don't get tired, you don't get tired. But if you live in negativity, I can't jump on the box. I can't make it to mile marker 80. You know what's gonna happen? Yeah. Failure. Yes. Yeah, the words you know. absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, it's really, I mean, I completely agree. And the thing, too, is that I've noticed is that sometimes the words that we use, they're not even ours, right? It's someone has told oh. us that's the way we're supposed to think, you know, and it's crazy because we just accept it. And and it's often something we do. So we just don't realize it. And we go and it's not until someone like you had mentioned that challenges you and says, um you know this is this is possible that it actually forces you to 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 turn that mirror you know and the magnifying glass on yourself and kind of think about what's going on in there why who put these thoughts in my mind that i couldn't do these things or that i was too old to do these things or that this is not serious enough for me to do i need to find something else and my role is this and therefore it's like all of these rules um, get placed upon you and sometimes you you let society do it sometimes you uh, use it as an escape route for yourself but then if you don't if you don't go back and look and like you said that mindset my goodness even something as simple as like you were saying I can't do this you could choose just to say I'm in the process of figuring out how to do this and that gives you momentum that gives you possibility but like you're saying it matters so much what we say to ourselves and uh and that can really um that can really make or break where you know where where you're gonna go from that point on and what you choose to take on you could talk yourself out of anything if uh, you're not careful right the sound is hold on can you hear me Yes. Yes, I can. Yeah. Okay. That's a little better. Okay. Yeah. Um, here's the deal, man. We met skiing. I do um, triathlons. Yeah. 
I run up mountains. Um, I can swim. If you allow people to define what you can and cannot do, you will live in a space of watching Netflix, YouTube, TikTok, and right. seeing other people live the life that you want to live. Right. So we talked about skiing earlier. It's really just getting the right equipment that keeps you warm. Yeah, It's getting um, maybe a couple lessons to figure out how do I do this? Right. And then you what you then open up an entirely new world of opportunities. Yeah. You know, when I'm running, sometimes I'm I mean, I, I we use the word peak bagging in my in my intro. Mm -hmm. I run up peaks, yeah. I summit them and I run back down. And what I get at the top is a joy, uh, a gratitude, a, a humility that is un, unrivaled. Yeah. Okay. Cause I've earned it. I've ran for six hours and at, at the top, I get to run back down when I'm skiing and it's coming down and it is amazing. There's nothing like it yeah. when I'm surfing and I'm in that green room, which is that crest of the wave that comes over you. There's nothing like it. Yeah. But if I lived in a space and if you lived in a space of, you know, you know, black dudes shouldn't be swimming, you know, I, what are they doing skiing? I mean, yeah. like you guys don't do that stuff. You'll right. never experience the joy that comes with that, right? right? right. So limiting beliefs are for someone else. Yeah. They're not for me. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Uh, yeah, so um, you also mentioned, um, we were talking about in your intro, um, uh, in, uh, in addition to, um, uh, you know, being a peak bagger, you, uh, you are, um, ac Acronuts. Can you tell us a little bit about Acronuts? Um, because yeah, so I was, and here's the thing. The universe gives you opportunities at all times. So I have one rule when the universe prevents an presents an opportunity to me. I just say yes. Yeah. So um, on a vacation in Sayulita, Mexico, which is just north of Puerto Vallarta, I run into this group of expat, expats, a bunch of Americans that live in Sayulita. And um, I work out at this gym because fitness is part of my life, no matter where I'm at. I, one of the first things I look for is, is there a gym nearby where I'm going to be on vacation? Like literally first thing I check. Yeah. Um, and I met these, these people at a gym and they're like, hey, we do acro yoga. You should come with us. What is acro yoga? Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I do yoga, so I get it. But the acrobatics form of yoga, I'd never experienced. So for the next two or three days, we would meet for an hour or two and do acrobatic forms of yoga, which is you have a base, someone that is holding a flyer, and that flyer usually has some sort of gymnastics background, and they literally do yoga poses, either sitting on my feet or on my hands, standing on my hands. It is an incredible form of creativity, self-expression. Um, honestly, it's not even that difficult. Um, when I, I don't, I don't use the word strength because it's not difficult. If you are, if you're in connection with your partner, the base and the flyer, it is pure artistry. So I created a group when I came back called Acro Nuts and, um, we meet once a month or so. And I have a couple, um, flyer, I'm a base. So I have a couple of partners that are my flyers and we just play yeah. and it always goes back to play. Right. 
here I am on vacation, I'm working out, but it's really play. Someone sees that I'm having a great time doing what I'm doing, invites me to come play with them because that's what kids do, right? Yeah. Hey, come play with me. I learn how to do it. And now I teach other people how to do it. Yeah, yeah. That is so cool. That is so cool. And, you know, and like you said, I think uh, just being open to that, right? The question, it's like, well, what is it? Let's find out more. Um, I remember when I moved here, I, I'm now I'm in Hawaii and I, I was thinking, oh, I miss skiing. I miss snowboarding, all these things I used to do. What yeah. sports am I going to, I mean, I like to run, um, uh, but I was trying to think of other things and I was like, okay, well, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. And then uh, my oldest daughter, she's in high school and she's, uh, you know, picking a sport for the fall and she's a track runner. So that's a spring sport here. And so she's like looking for things to do. And it's like, oh, what about basketball? No, what about volleyball? No, I'm not really interested. And, and we're looking it's like outrigger canoe paddling. Hmm, that sounds interesting. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she's like, yeah, well, I'll try that. And then one, one thing led to another and I started asking questions and I started watching her events and I was like, this is really interesting. So, yes. um, and something I never would have imagined that I would be involved in and now you know, I'm so involved in it. I love it. I'm going to be racing this year. It's, uh, you know, it's just something that if like you were, we were talking about those boxes, if we just assume that that's not for us, you know, right. um, it's just something that we don't do. And if we, if we believe that, then, you know, we, we shut the door on so many beautiful opportunities. So yeah. uh, that is just so you awesome. Know, it, you bring up a really good point. I, um, I've got this, this passion bucket that gets, pretty much filled every day, right? And there's a variance in those items. It's it's could be a trail run, it could be a CrossFit type workout, it could be um, acro, acro yoga, it could be skiing. On any given day, I do two or three things that fill my passion cup. Yeah. I just, I, I take the, the cup, put it in the bucket and I just drink from it. Yeah. But what I've created, and this is what you reminded me of, is we find our tribes, yeah. right? You found this outrigger canoe tribe that is now part of who you are. It's part of what you do. You're going to race. These people are going to, going to teach you. They're going to challenge you. They're going to push you. They're going to support you. Mm -hmm. And if we're brave enough to step into those tribes, what happens is a community that you can't like you can't measure it there's yeah. so much that can happen with it but you have to be brave enough to say hey my name is curtis i have no idea what this is but i need you to show me yes yes yeah listen i i learned how to ski because i was brave enough to ask friends hey you need to show me how to ski i learned how to rock climb and i can free climb now without fear because i i learned from people that do that i yeah. learned how to um trail run and to go long distances. I'm talking 20, 30 miles at a time because I run with people that do those things. Yeah. So my message is if you change your mindset and say, I am someone that can do anything I put my mind to, yeah. you'll be able to find a tribe that allows you to make that process just go a little smoother. Yeah. But if we're, if we live in uh, a space where we're not living in gratitude, not living in humility, you won't yeah. approach those people. Yes. That can afford you the opportunity to grow. Yes, 
Absolutely. And you hit on, it's beautiful, beautifully said, and you mentioned um, humility as well. And I think that is so key because I think there are many people who really shut their own, shut their own doors because they don't have the vulnerability to get out and they cannot accept that it's okay not to be good at something it's you know it's all right you just if you get out there with um and you said this in another interview too and i love that you said lead with love um and i just absolutely love that expression because that's where it has to come from right to really be open and honest and willing to take feedback just to be there and not not get that sense of um you know that adversarial you know oh i can't look stupid doing this you know that all of it goes away if you lead with love because you know why you're there you have the greatest of intentions you want to learn you want to meet people you want to do the best you can and and as long as that's coming from what's inside that changes everything right it does it does i always think about you know some of our greatest tear-jerking moments is when we see kids of different colors or ethnicities like they're hugging on the playground or they're sharing toys with each other and that always reminds me that inherent in humanity is that loving profile right we don't go up to each other and just say you know punch each other in the face but we hug each other when we see each other right we lead with love we put our hearts together and we say man it's been a minute how have you been yeah right and Everything that I do, I want other people to do it with me. I always, I always use this analogy. There was a time in my life where I was on a literal motorcycle in my life. Yeah. And now I'm on a bus. Okay. I, I was on a two-seater transportation vehicle. Now I want 30, 40, 50, 100 people to join me. Yeah. Because in that space of love, if we create more and add more people to it think about how we can change this world right but if we're selfish and say well you know i just i'm gonna do my thing we never connect and connection recharges you connection lights you up connection allows you to meet not one person but three four and five people below them that they know and they then create opportunities for you Let me give you, for instance, this is um, my life is an absolute blessing. This week alone, it's it's the it's it's Wednesday since I've been back. I've shot two podcast episodes for myself. I'm a guest on a podcast episode. I've shot uh, a fashion shoot for a company that I'm a partner in. Um, I've participated in two different tribes working out. One is working on glutes. The other one is a total body. My life is diverse because I said yes to opportunities that the, that the universe presented to me. Yeah. Um, you and I meeting, that's a yes. Yeah. A woman sending me a direct message on Instagram and asking me to be her business partner on a handbag company is a blessing. And that's a yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, meeting the photographer working on uh, that shoot, um months ago and inviting him to shoot this fashion shoot for me blessing and that's a yes i'm saying if you say yes to opportunities you never know how many opportunities below are coming right if we say if we say no to the first one you're saying no to 10 opportunities yes so i live in a space because i lead with love and i say yes to what the universe 
presents to me, yeah, I live in a blessed, high gratitude, highly, highly human humility blessed, humility, humility focused space. Yeah. And in that space, I get to create, I get to be me. I don't have to fake it. I get to be authentic. Yes. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's, you know, and, and that's, and that's, um, I was, I had a, uh, an interview with someone uh, the other day, and they mentioned that uh, if you are finding yourself in a career or a job that you don't like, um, you're actually, and you're putting in half of an effort, you're actually accumulating skills doing something that you don't like, you're getting better at doing something you don't like, and you're getting paid more and more for something you don't like. So over time, you know, that can that can trap you, you know, if you're yes. not, if you're not living authentically, like you're saying, and you don't realize, hey, like you realize, and I was also in the same boat, I was, uh, uh, my job was was helping people that had a lot of money make a lot more money. So it was not very fulfilling at all. Uh, but to recognize that and to uh, reconnect with, you know, your what's what's deep within you and becoming bring that authenticity out and uh, and being humble and not, you know, and realizing it's OK to to get out there and learn new things and meet people and uh, and and to uh, to really kind of follow what what that inner child is telling you is what you what you love to do, you know, so you said so that important. inner child. I mean, like, I think we as we get older. Yeah we lose touch of of that yeah like maybe that inner child got hurt that yeah. inner child decided well that's never i'm never never gonna allow someone to do that to me or that inner child decided "Ooh, i fell and skinned my knee i i, I can't do that again yeah for yeah. me that inner child is the is the one that said oh you you fell and hit your knee get up yeah yeah, yeah. get up do it again yeah yeah oh you someone said something mean to you well does it matter right 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 does right. like does someone's words matter right they don't right. when right. you live in a space of high gratitude and um you live in a very self-assured world yeah. people's perceptions the words they say don't yeah. matter to you because you have yeah. dialed in goals you right. have dialed in structure you have dialed in on purpose every day yeah and yeah. my dial in is to lead have love be involved and fun has to be the basis of it all yeah and yeah. there's nothing that i like i was i was at uh i was at a gym a couple months ago and one of my friends i didn't see them took a video of me and i'm just smiling the whole time <laughs> i don't even see them but they they are videoing me working out i'm dancing i'm smiling and I'm like, that's who I am. Yeah, yeah. There's no faking it. I live on purpose. Yeah. There are people you see, you know, doing the things that they love to do and they hate it. Yeah. Right. They go to the gym. It's part of their everyday. You know, I, I have to go to the gym, yeah. but they hate it because yeah. they use the word work. Yeah. It's a workout. Right. 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 We've yeah. changed the word to be something that is, is negative. Yeah. I don't use that space. I don't, I don't, I don't create that language and make it negative. I make it positive. It's yes. a play session. Yes. We're going to play. Yes. And if you play that smile that I'm looking at right now, that's the thing that comes out. Yeah. Like, let's do this. Yeah. That's, 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 that is so, 
That is so amazing. It's and you know, and and what you were saying again, I mean, it's just I mean, we could go on for I know I have to respect your time. I know I gotta let you go here in a second. I just want to say one more thing about something you'd mentioned um about what other people say, you know, what other people say about you and how you just gotta let that go. And um someone once told me that um if you think about it in terms of what what people say is about them, but what you hear is about you. So yes. it's all about your mindset, back to the mindset, right? It's like, are you being authentic? Are you being true? If you are, can someone really say something that's going to change that? That's going to make you second guess that and make you think, oh, maybe, maybe I'm not. It's like, you know, right? So, uh, so what yeah. someone says is about them, what you hear is about you. I thought was just, yeah, um, that's you something know, that I remember. At, yeah. at a certain point in my life and career and my emotional maturity, I was deaf to those things. Yeah. I became deaf to either the positive or even the negative. Yeah. I don't care because the point of it all is if you live in joy, no one touches your joy. No one steals your joy unless you let them. Yep. Right. I always use this analogy. When we were growing up, people would have parties and maybe you weren't invited to. Them, right. Yeah. Right. And you didn't know. So it didn't bother your joy. You still had fun over the weekend. Maybe they talked about the party and you're like, oh, I wasn't invited. No big deal. But now we live in this social media world where the party pictures get posted at the same time that they're at the party and you're not. Yeah. Now, I live in so much joy. I don't care about the party yeah. because I'm having an incredibly blessed, joyful experience in my life that I don't care about what other people are doing. Yeah. But if you want to join me in my joy, yeah. we can share. Yeah. But I don't, I do not allow outside influences, those uncontrollables yeah. impact my internal joy yeah. at all. Yeah, that's beautiful. No time for it. Absolutely. No time for it. Absolutely. We don't have time for that. <laughs> We're too busy living. Enjoy. That's right. We're fulfilling, you know, living a fulfilling yes. life of our own. So, you know, we yeah. are our best, uh, what do they call those, those reality shows? Like, no, 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 people should be watching mine. It's, I'm having a lot of fun up in here. <laughs> I don't got time to Listen, watch anybody else's. <laughs> Chris, I heard the word FOMO yeah. um, like a couple of years ago and I'm like, what is FOMO? Yeah. And then when they described it, fear of missing out, missing out on what? Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> right. <laughs> My life right. is fulfilled. Right. I don't care about what other people are doing. Yeah. But like, if we are present, in living the most fulfilled life that we can, yeah. nothing touches that. Yep. Nothing. It's yep. always positive. I don't care if it's raining outside and you can't do anything. You can find joy in doing anything that you create and fashion, curate, and it works towards whatever end goal that you have. Right. It's just an obstacle. It's all it is. It's a small little obstacle and we can overcome anything Yeah. because mindset's everything. That's so that's right. Mindset is everything. So yeah. absolutely. So well, we're coming to the end of our uh, of our interview, but I just wanted to give you a chance to uh, let everyone know where where's the best how can what is the best way for people to uh, keep in contact to follow what you're doing and to get involved and, and see all these great things you're doing. My, my page that I is a, that's the jumping off point for everything that I do is my Instagram page at Serba Fit, S-U-R-B-A Fit. Um, and there you can connect to my podcast, uh, Relationships on Fire, um, my Wellness Lab, which is another great podcast that I'm doing. I have a handbag company. I have 
a nature page. I have a acro yoga page. Um, I don't even, I can't even keep track. I have, I'm a partner in about four different businesses and they're all absolutely pretty amazing. So yeah. if you go to my Instagram page, you can start getting lost in the world of Serba and what is he doing today? <laughs> okay, wonderful. And and everyone, please do do that. And not only that, I mean, just when services play, I mean, you got to see some of these exercises, the, the creativity that goes into them. I mean, stuff you would never imagine he, you're able to do with a dumbbell and a treadmill and a floor and a ball and a and, and gravity upside down hanging boots and a basketball. Yes. And I mean, it's just amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So everybody, please definitely check out uh, the Instagram. I'll post it in the summary as well. Uh, but Serba, thank, thank you, you so much for taking the time to do this podcast with me today. And um, yeah, it's just such a pleasure to see you. And um, I'm really just excited that we had the opportunity to reconnect here and to do this today. And um, yeah, thanks again. It's been an honor, my friend. Awesome, man. Let's do it again and we'll change roles as well. I'll Absolutely. Let's do it. Awesome. Absolutely. Thank you so okay. much. Okay. Thank you, man. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining this episode of the Manifest Your Greatness podcast. And I look forward to spending time with you again on an episode in the near future.